Follow us at Parent Trapping on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And check out ParentTrapping.com. Welcome to the Parent Trapping Podcast. The show where a married couple have candid conversations about life, parenting, and relationships. Thanks for tuning in. So, how do you feel once Christmas is over? Or like the holidays, I should say. I feel relieved. Do you? Like, is it immediate, though? Like, yes. Yeah. Like, right after they, the, open the right after they open the presents, I'm immediately relieved. Yeah, me too. It's like I exhale. It's exhausting. It is. And I mean... Exhausting and expensive. Yeah. I think that's the exhale. Like, uh, we just don't have to buy anymore right now. Unless you're like us and have a child who has a birthday in, like, 60 days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we put a lot of attention on the gifting shit. Right. You know, especially when it comes to children, when sometimes it should be the experiences or just us spending time together. Yeah, because they're out of school for two weeks. It shouldn't just be like down to that, at least for us, that one day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, though, by, by New Year's, I'm, like, burnt out. I don't even want to. It's like, oh, ha- remember, I bought champagne this year. I went back to the store to get champagne and then didn't, even, didn't drink even drink it. it. <laughs> because I was asleep before it. <laughs> Look, our, our teenager walked in and, and told us Happy New Year. And yeah. I was like, oh, hey, Happy New Year. I was, I was half asleep. <laughs> champagne. I mean, it was eventually consumed. But, you know. Yeah. It's it, a, its intended purpose was not met. When you went back to go get it, I was like, we're probably not going to be up at 12 o'clock to drink this. <laughs> Yeah, well, you were right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely was like, eh, I I would like to. Right. But, but I, I don't know if I could will myself yeah. to stay up. It just wasn't in me. So, so. So when it comes to Christmas shopping, would you rather do it in person or online? Oh, online. <laughs> I uh, think that was a dumb question. <laughs> for real. Online. And I can go pick it up at the store like how I was doing. Oh, this Christmas, yeah. I was like, I like relieved the anxiety and burden on myself almost completely mm-hmm. because we did like two things you and I between the two of us ex- like made lists of like hey here's some possible gifts you can get me the so best. We, that we could get for each other so I wasn't just out there arbitrarily buying you stupid tech gifts or like things for you just to have something to open which yes. is ridiculous because then it just sits and it's never used. We have like a closet full of that stuff. Yeah. We have historically across our entire marriage have been terrible about giving ourselves gifts. We um, we tend to try to put emphasis on the children during Christmas and we forget about ourselves. So we've been trying to, you know, make it better between ourselves and, and get ourselves gifts instead of just worrying about the children all the time. Yeah, we just shared a note, and it was, like, really, for me, it was stuff that, like, maybe I haven't been looking at throughout the year. You know how, like, at least I'm guilty of this. I'll put something in my cart, and I'll go back to it, or I'll be reading an article. I'll click on a link. I'm like, ooh, that's a nice product, and I'll just keep going back and looking at it, but maybe don't want to buy it for myself because I don't want to feel the guilt. (laughs) Yeah. So that worked out really well for us this year. So shopping online, I find, to be a lot easier And in our city, where we live at, you know, and anywhere else, of course, you could just, you know, go pick it up at the store. It was really, or of course it's mailed to you, but for certain things that I knew wasn't 
that wasn't going to make it here in time. Mm. I just went and picked it up at the store and it was like, it wasn't me aimlessly walking around the store, like sifting through racks of clothes or whatever, you know, just to try and find a gift. So it was, it was not anxiety inducing at all. I did 100% of my Christmas shopping online. <laughs> and I'm sure I ain't the only one. I, this probably is not new to anybody else. But yeah, I do not like going in stores. I would much rather get it online, look online at my own leisure and order it and it be at my house in two, three days. That's just a much better experience to me as a shopper than it is to walk around a bunch of crazed people in a store during the holidays. It's just not my it's not my idea of having a good time during the holidays. Because I feel like we also did a good job this year of like starting early enough. Um, it just works out better. It's just, you know, it's less peopling involved <laughs> in my case. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, because it's, you know, it's people everywhere on during the holiday shopping. And, you know, we're all looking for the same thing. And it just, the stores are understaffed. It's just chaotic. Why do we, as parents, as adults, continue to give a mythical creature known as Santa Claus all the credit for all the stuff that we go through? I know. During the holidays. Because Santa Claus didn't buy shit. <laughs> we bought it. I feel like as I've gotten older, I'm like, I feel like our children should know that this is coming from us. This is not some some person in the sky that's that's in a, a damn sleigh. You know, it's cool when they're really small, but you know, as they get a little older, they can talk. They should be able to know that. Hey, mm-hmm. this came from my parents, not from somebody else. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So how old were you when you figured out Santa was a real? Yeah, so I was very young when I realized that he wasn't real because I was always the type of child to question things. And even if I didn't outwardly question them, I would internally question them. And I really did believe for a long time or knew that Santa Claus wasn't real. It just didn't make sense to me. That's what I'm saying. Because he ain't walking through the front door. Right. I thought he had like a magic key to get in my house. And what's crazy is that's just how our son is. He doesn't believe any of it. He's he's not tricking us at all. He does not buy the whole. Oh no, he no, been he figured been, that he out. He been figured out. He just he, you know he he still likes to get into it a little bit, yeah. but he know it ain't real. Right, and he's putting his putting his sister on the game too, so she's questioning it like um. Which is um because we're talking about children that are seven and five, yeah. So so yeah, I wonder when are we gonna. Let this jig be up. About Santa. About Santa Claus. When are we going to let it go? Never, because it makes too much money. Because my account every year, and I know everybody else, every year the worst month of spending is always during Christmas. Yeah. It's just a big grab of money, man. But, you know. So, overall, though, you feel like our, our Christmas was pretty good. It was nice and quiet. And, um... Santa, <laughs> a.k.a. us, us. <laughs> delivered 
And it was, you know, it was a nice, peaceful holiday. And I appreciated that. Then we got to New Year's. And I was like, I don't know if I have anything left in the tank. And I was thinking about, like, all the New Year's folklore and, like, things that you're supposed to do. You know, have your collard greens cooking your black eye peas. Because there's other folklore that's like, you know, you got to, you know, other cultures, they break plates. Or they, like, throw salt, you know, for good spirits for the New Year. Break plates. Yeah. In Spain, I think in they Spain do. In Spain, they do that? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know yeah. That. It's a thing. Like, different culture, or different countries celebrate New Year different ways. Um, and one of, you know, one, one of them was breaking plates. But my point was, like, as you get to the New Year and you're like, uh, you know, I, I didn't do any of that this year and I don't feel bad about it. <clears throat> but I did feel like I should make a list of intentional things I would do for myself for the New Year. Mm. Some people call them resolutions. I just try to, you know, I just thought of it as something like, you know, some things I could pay more attention to or do better for myself because um, mm. it's a new year, so why not, right? And do you care to share? You. Uh, yeah, like one of them was, and it's very simple. I mean, for me anyway, it was like, um, I don't know, to take better care of my skin. Because I'm, mm. like, lazy with that. And I just want my skin to look better. So, you know, I'm just, like, trying to develop better habits, really. Mm. Like, things that I find that I, I could kind of, like, tweak that area and be a little bit better than that. So that was just an example. I didn't do any of the culinary, you know, New Year's stuff. But I did make, like, a little list. And that's your New Year's resolution. Yeah, if you want to call it that. That's what it is. Okay. One of my least favorite things about the holidays that I, I was able to avoid this year mm. and in previous years, I don't I don't miss it is what I'm saying. It's like the office potlucks, the work yep. potlucks, like the, you know, forced gatherings of people mm. <laughs> to eat. Yeah. Not so great food because, you know, everybody can't cook. Um, True. So I was grateful for that. Do you have any uh, potluck stories? Of course I have potluck stories. <laughs> um, um, I have one. We were hosting one year. Mm. Families at our house for Christmas. And people were just bringing stuff. But a few people had asked me, hey, what can I bring? And I told them specific items. Because I wasn't trying to cook all this food for all these people. So I told one lady to bring macaroni and cheese. And she brought it, but it wasn't done. Mm. Like, it wasn't. <laughs> she was like, can I put this in your oven? And I was like, sure. So she puts it in the oven. Um, and it's, you know, doing its thing. And I went on to finishing cooking whatever I was cooking. The macaroni and cheese gets done. And we're getting ready to serve. We serve food. And we serve the kids first. So mm. one of the so the kids get their plates and and our now fourteen year old was I don't even know how old at the time four or five yeah, she was young she was young and I give her the plate and she's eating and then I just I was in the kitchen at the time but she yelled it so loud she was like this is not my mama's macaroni and cheese and I was so embarrassed <laughs> <I> <laughs> but I was that. proud at the same time I was like yes. Um, but yeah, it was, that's my potluck story. 
Don't well, ask somebody else to bring the macaroni and cheeses. And it's yeah. not in this house anyway. Well, my potluck story. I'm the villain of the potluck story. <laughs> oh, boy. So it was a time where I, uh, I don't remember what year. This was in the teens. And um, where I started to learn how to grill a turkey. So I would grill like a 20-pound turkey on a charcoal grill. And it tasted good, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I was getting good at it. And um, so one year, I want to say, I don't remember if it was, I think it was Thanksgiving, I think. And yeah. um, I said, hey, I'm going to bring a turkey. I'm, I can grill a turkey. I'll be the turkey guy. So I grilled this turkey. And you, me and you, we went, we were going to a potluck at these people's house that we used to work with or whatever. I said, hey, I'm not going to be done. This is a 20-pound turkey. You need to drive, because I think you were making something, too. Right. I think and you I made a side, and you mm-hmm. had a kid. So I said, hey, go. I'm going to finish it up. So uh, you went there. You cannot rush it, because they had to cook. And then I'm getting texts from you saying that that everybody's waiting on me, and you need to hurry up, because everybody's ready to eat. So I was like, Cool. I went in there, I finished it up, I uh, packed the turkey up and put it in the car. So I got in the car and I put it in the back seat and I'm driving to the house. It took me about 20 minutes to get there. And I'm driving and I take a sharp curve and that bitch, that damn turkey jumps out the seat. I I, I turn so hard, that shit hit the, <laughs> that shit hit the window. The back seat, the floor, it was rolling all over. It was, it was like turkey juice everywhere in the car. I'm like, fuck. And then I pulled over and I'm just like looking. I'm like, damn. And I'm thinking, these motherfuckers gonna eat this damn turkey. So <laughs> I sopped that bitch up. I sopped everything I could up and put it back in there. I was like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I sopped it up. And put it on the back seat, and I drove slowly to the house. As we got, and it wasn't bad. It just hit the floor. <laughs> it just hit the floor a couple of times, and um, I just pulled the, like the the uh, carpet hairs out of it and shit like that. And um, so I get to the house, and everybody's standing there. Everybody getting ready to like you know pray and all this stuff. And I walked over to you. I said. <laughs> I walked over to you. I said, hey, don't eat that turkey. I dropped it on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my story right there. And then, and then what was everybody saying about the... Oh, man. Oh, man, this turkey's so good. And I was like, yeah, man, y'all just yes. keep eating it up. Y'all keep eating it. They love that shit. It don't matter. I ain't like them motherfuckers anyway. Paratraffic.